That was like street country trash. <laughs> Where do you live? Dumpsterville. Population. Raccoon. <laughs> me. <laughs> me and raccoon. Where were you when the world stopped turning? <laughs> Out here all we got is banjos, raccoons. And alligators. And gators. And gators. You know what we do with them gators? You know what we do with them gators? <laughs> we take their teeth. We take their teeth, and we we wear it. We wear them around our necks. And and right now, let me tell you what: I've got sixteen teeth from sixteen different gators. You put yours around your neck. I put mine in my mouth. <laughs> Right now, them dentures that you got right now in your teeth, in your mouth, is from the gators. Yep. <laughs> Wait. All, all 12 of them. All 12. I got 16, though. I got four <laughs> on you, bitch. <laughs> Stronger, faster, and shorter. <laughs> Did you know that the fastest a horse is in its life is the moment they come out of their mother? <coughs> there ain't no way, there ain't no how that a baby is gonna come out of a vagina, of a vagina, of a of a drac, of a Dracula. <laughs> That's where a man is supposed to be. And now, tonight's presentation. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey guys. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to another episode of Flick Chicks. You have uh, joined us for season three, episode three. Is it episode three? Yes. I haven't been even Tis. counting. Uh, yes, it is. I'm Sheridan, by the way. And I'm Chelsea. <laughs> and uh, on this episode, we're doing Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, Black Christmas, 1974. This is the OG. We're not talking about the 2006 remake. I haven't seen it. Neither have I. And I have not seen this new remake because it's not out yet. It's not here yet. But it will be. But I just found out this morning, you guys, that this new Black Christmas is going to be PG-13. Wah, wah. Huh? I, why No would... way. And it's no because, way. It's because it's a, it's a little sorority, you know, they're, they're like, well, oh, <sighs> we're going to make it like another teen nope. movie. Yeah, I, I'm super not interested in seeing it. We talked about, we played with the idea of doing an episode on it this month, but now I don't know if I want to see it. I don't. I don't think it's worth worth the episode waste. Yeah, it's... Not anymore. Probably going to be... It was, it, I mean, it might be good. If it was maybe. rated R, I would be, mm. I would feel different. Yeah. Um, well, in any case, we're talking about the OG, which is 
amazing. This was the first time I saw it. I was very, very I impressed. I was so happy to be with you, like, the yeah. first time, for the first time. Dude, Dude. I surprised Sheridan so hard Guys, today. it was so cute. Okay, so last night, you texted me, and you were like, when is the earliest you can be here? <laughs> So I got up this morning, I had a quick breakfast, and I was over here by like 10, and she had the fucking Christmas tree up, <laughs> and was was playing Home Alone on the TV, <laughs> and then she was like, close your eyes, close your eyes, close your eyes. <laughs> and uh, what was the first thing? Uh, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. With oh. marsh- peppermint marshmallows, yes. dude. So I don't have to do the peppermint stick. I just had it all in one in the marshmallow, dude. Yep, and then she, uh, and then I closed my eyes again, and then there was another surprise. And it was a, a gingerbread house. Dude, so good. And so it, we, yeah. The gingerbread was already put together, so we just had to decorate it. Yeah, we just decorated uh. our, whoa, sorry. <laughs> we decorated our murder house. Yeah, dude, it was tight. That you guys saw on Instagram. Yeah, and then we watched Black Christmas together, and I ate part of the house. But it's, I couldn't eat the fucking gingerbread, because it's like solid rock. Yeah, so we were we were emptying out all of the stuff, all this gingerbread house stuff, and they, like it comes with this random red tube of red icing. <laughs> and I was immediately like, let's make it all bloody. <laughs> but it's so perfect. It was so funny. Um, so us. That's yeah. exactly what our our house would look like if we lived together. Yeah. Just covered in blood. Yep. And <laughs> candy. Gross. So Come on what... over to Sheridan and Chelsea's where we've got blood and candy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yum yum. So we uh, we drank hot chocolate while watching Black Christmas. Dude, and it stayed and hot it was... for so long. I was so proud. Yeah. It's the hottest hot cocoa and it stayed perfect in my hands. Mm-hmm. And then I had macaroni salad for my grandma, and then I had <laughs> chips and hot sauce. Yes, you did. I had cinnamon and sugar roasted almonds, and I had coffee. Nope, that, that was the hot cocoa. <laughs> and then I got my Starbucks from yesterday. We were you know, snacking. No sh- Dude, I was picking out. Yeah, we were snacking in this movie. I didn't uh, share anything <laughs> with Chelsea. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I literally, I feel like I just take over your mind sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I start talking as both of them. I'm just, you guys, I'm like, I'm like really fucking high right now. <laughs> so are you ready? Yeah, let's, let's fucking how, dive how in. Was, how was your week? Oh, shit. What happened this week? Oh, my God. Every day. Every day this week, except for, like, Thanksgiving, I was at, like, comedy shows and shit. Yeah. Like, almost every single night. And it was super fun. I've been hanging out with Bubba and Missy a lot. And, um, yeah, just, like, chilling. And, oh, I went to Glendale Glitters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was me, uh, Missy, Patrick, and Bubba. And we all went. And, like, I've never been to that. It was really tight. We yeah. got really fucking high, and we sat and watched these children singing, like, Christmas songs. It's like, it like a whole play, dude. Yeah. And then at that moment, the there it was like, booja gotcha, booja gotcha. They were just <laughs> like, yeah, we're going to do, like, we're going to fit the Nutcracker into, like, three minutes. And it's like, doochie gotcha. There's all these kids running around, and booja gotcha, right? And then I looked at Bubba, and I was like, I'm so happy we didn't do acid. Because if mm. I was watching this on acid, like, all these kids running around, booja gotcha. <laughs> I would have been like, I would have been literally screaming and looking around and then like, oh my, oh my God, God, dude. 
It was such a great experience. And then we got those hot nuts there. Mm-hmm. People were giving out free samples everywhere. <laughs> we got hot cocoa. Ooh. The whole little town smelled like churros. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, Glendale Glitters is legit. It's crazy. For sure. I love it. Tonight, uh, tonight, Sheridan and I are going to um, Sundays. Sundays are tight with Mike Enders and Bubba McComb. And, uh, yeah, don't know what to expect. There's going to be some some pretty awesome names like Joshua Harrison and uh, Peter Jordan. And, yeah, there's there's a lot of people, but it's going to be yeah, tight. I'm excited. I'm excited for, for Elliot's tonight. Elliot's going to come. It's going to be sick. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be <laughs> us. <laughs> and Sheridan, how was your week? It was great. It was great. It was busy. Um, Thanksgiving was awesome. Oh, yeah. I forgot that um, happened. It rained all day. Oh, so yeah. So it was just like... It was just great. Yeah. I love the rain. It was beautiful. Um, yeah. It was awesome. I'm still full from Thanksgiving. Like, I'm still full. Like, wow. <laughs> it's so crazy. I ate so much. I, um, yeah. I love it. That's it. It's been a, it has <laughs> been a great it. week, dude. Yeah. Um, it's getting, it's like chilly outside. I have to like wear a sweater pretty much all day now. You bundle bundle up or die. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could freeze out there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe not here in Phoenix. No, you could. Hypothermia is a thing. <laughs> that's sad. People die in the desert all the time. That's ooh, that's true, though. <clears throat> People getting just, crazy on their hikes. Just frosting in my fingernail. Still? Yeah, it's like second nice. helping. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you ready to get into Black <clears throat> Christmas? Yes, hit me. Ready to unwrap it? Unwrap it. All right, deets. Deets, 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 deets. Okay, deets, here, guys, deets, deets, right deets, off the deets. bat, I have a crazy, crazy fun fact for you all that I bet you do not know. Hit me. Come okay. get me. So Black Christmas was released in 1974. It was really, it's a Canadian film, so it was initially released in Canada. This sounds like a familiar date. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because you know what else was released on October 11th of 1974? What was it? Texas Chainsaw. Dude, that's fucking they nuts. They came out on the same day. They did? Texas Chainsaw came out in the U.S. on October 11th, and Black Christmas came out on October 11th in Canada. Wow. But it didn't get released in the U.S. until December. Crazy. So people saw Texas Chainsaw first. And I think that that is exactly why this movie is not considered, like, the first modern slasher. It's, like, between these two. It's between Texas Chainsaw and, and Black Christmas. They're, like, the birth of the modern slasher. You know, like... Canada's all right. <laughs> what do you have against Canada, dude? They're awesome. Dude, I'm, I'm trying to be good right now. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. I worked at a hotel in Minot, North Dakota. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Got abused by a lot of Canadians, man. A lot of hockey playing, drunken parents. Yeah, you... Just yeah, bullshit you... fucking think they own the world. But you know what? Canada's all right. <laughs> Canada is all right. Got Anyways, a scorned woman over here. Anyways, uh, this is, wait, hold up. This is a big thing. This is hard for me to say, but I'm gonna say it. I loved. <laughs> I like Black Christmas more than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Really? Yep. Whoa. Yep. And if Dude. I was. Yep. And it hurts me to say that too because Canada's all right. But they make a good scary movie. Yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah, and I, I told Sheridan I haven't seen this. Uh, so I was like, you know, skeptical and I just told her in the middle of the movie, I was like, I'm fucking pissed. I've spent 28 years of my life not seeing this movie until today, which, you know, it was was special, 
but I'm like, wow, every year I've been missing out. Yeah, it is amazing. Yeah. Um, I myself did not see this movie um, until very recently, and it it knocked my socks off. Hey, it's what it did. Hey, bada bing, one two. Knocked my socks off. Gave him the good old one two. It's um, it's very very scary. It's very effective. Mm-hmm. It's you know. It, it's, it has everything. It has everything you need. I'm so bothered right now. Um, and it was very... It actually was very successful. It came out um, to mixed reviews, but it, and it it like ended up being a cult classic. And it made $4 million out of its like $600,000 budget. So that's nice. nothing to scoff at. Like, right. They made money. Um, it has a great cast. Um, it was directed by Bob Clark. I don't... I, guys, I don't know if he really... If he, directed anything else oh well he's a canadian director obviously so um anyway but we have this this cast who i think you'll you recognize a couple people um we have olivia hussey as jess she's the main character like she's our final girl and she played uh juliet in the 1968 romeo and juliet if you've ever seen it it's like super famous for being like a crazy good movie um we have um Kier Dully, Delay. I don't know how you say his last name. Uh but he pl- he's the boyfriend. He's Jess's boyfriend and he's Dave from 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh. So we have Margot Kidder of course as Barb, the like the loud drunk rebel. I loved her. Love her. Uh she's Lois Lane in Superman in the Christopher Reeve Superman. And she's also in the Amityville Horror, which is, like, one of my favorite horror movies. Oh, that's where I've seen her. Yeah. Um, Andrea Martin, you guys all know, because she was Vula in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, God. if you've ever seen it. And she's just so cute. She she Adorable. literally reminds me of, like, my aunt. Like, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adorable. Uh, she plays a character named Phyllis. We have John Saxon as Lieutenant Ken Fuller, a.k.a. the dad in Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nancy's dad. Some big names, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, there are some, like, really good actors in here. Um, it was shot in Toronto, and uh, it only took them, like, a couple months to make, and it was out the next... It was They filmed it in 73 and, like, came out in 74. Damn. Um, and, it again, it's credited with being, like, the first modern slasher movie um, with the tropes, with these classic tropes that are used all over again, like the POV of the killer, um, you know, this like group of teens being picked off one by one, all that good stuff. So yeah, it's a uh, really fucking good. If you have, okay, guys, I'm going to say that if you haven't seen this movie, get the fuck out and go see it and then come back and listen to us talk about it. Yeah. Cause it's really good. And you shouldn't just listen to us talk about it. But if you want to, you know, do whatever you want. But whatever. If you want to listen, if you want to get it. Oh, 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 shoot, guys. I just came across this note, and I didn't tell you about this fact. And I think you'll be really surprised. Ah. Well, okay, maybe not surprised. But... I'm ready. Okay. So, when Black Christmas uh, came out, like, on the on the TV, like, on a Saturday night movie on the TV, it was scheduled to premiere uh, in early 1978. But two weeks prior to the showing, two Florida sorority sisters were murdered in their beds, and two more were injured. And the attacker was Ted fucking Bundy. Oh. 
So they asked the governor to like not show Black Christmas because they were like, that is way too close to shit that we've been dealing with like in real life. So they were given the option to show a different movie that night. So they showed like some action, some like, I don't know, some whodunit or something. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, dude. Isn't that fucking scary? Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so uh, spoiler alert. We don't know who the killer is. Like, there's just, it's ambiguous. Yeah. And like, that's so fucking scary. Like, I just feel like that's the Ted Bundy story, you know? Like, nobody caught yeah. him. He just, he just showed up, killed a bunch of teens and left and, like, didn't get caught. You know, like, ugh! Fuck, dude. It's really scary. Um, So, yeah, I just thought that was, like, a really fun fact. That's a great fact, dude. Dude, yeah. Uh, Killer. Yeah. So, the movie begins with a POV of the killer. This is something that future slasher movies will use... All the time. It's it's Till like, the dawn of time. Till the dawning end Til of time. Till the very end. Yes. Uh, he creeps He creeps around this sortie house. Around and, the outside. Yeah, and he's like trying to look for a way in. Yeah. Um, that part he, creeped me out. Yeah, he looks in and he sees there obviously like is a party going on inside the sortie house. And he's like, perfect. Perfect time. <laughs> um, and I think he starts like walking up the actual walls of the house because he yeah. gets in through the attic yeah like on top of he like climbed up Ooh. to the top of the house <laughs> god dude <laughs> uh the girls in the sorority are having like a christmas break party and bar we see barb and she's getting fucking drunk as shit she's getting sloshed she's getting she she basically she's drunk this entire movie mm-hmm. like uh he Barb gets on the phone with her mom and she's you can hear her kind of kind of fighting with her mom. They yeah. had they had plans to get together for Christmas and her mom is like bailing on her for her latest boyfriend. So fucked up. So fucked up. Like getting stood up by your mom? Like yeah. Jesus. So she arranges this like skiing trip with a couple of her friends instead. And she asks Claire, another sorority sister, if she wants to go, and she says she has plans already. And she goes upstairs to pack. And, uh, they, and then, oh yeah, and then the phone rings and they get a call from, uh, who they call the moaner. Like, the Mona! Uh, and he just kind of makes weird noises and they're just, it's really creepy, you guys. The sound is so creepy. It's like he banters back and forth between different personalities. Yeah, there's a man's voice and a woman's voice. A child's and a voice. a child's voice, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it overlaps, so I feel yeah. like there are other people, like, on the line. I don't know! It's so creepy. Um, and you know what? This part reminded me of when I used to work at the hotel, and I used to work overnights. Yeah. And just, Pat, I think I worked um, 10 to, like, 7, something like that. Yeah. And right after I got in, the person left. I would get a phone call, and we called him Baby Dick. <laughs> He would masturbate on the phone, but he would ask questions. So, like, newer people, they wouldn't know. They'd be like, you know, they're, he's just asking questions. And, and then he'd be like, do you like to wear skirts? And then you could hear him go, <gasps> like, like that. Ew. Yeah, like whimper and shit. Oh, my 
my god yeah so like um uh somehow i was able to talk to him for like 40 minutes and i ended up getting his phone number yeah and i was like oh i'll call you i'll call you and me and my my best friend at the time kendra got super drunk and called him oh my god dude! but changed our voices to talk like chipmunks <laughs> and i still have the audio <laughs> Dude. But it reminded me of that. Like, people are creepy, dude. Dude, I've... Okay, so I work in grooming salons, and it's 90... It's, like, 96% women. Mm -hmm. Like, it's... I have worked... I've basically only worked with women. Yeah. For, like, 10 years. And um, we get creepy-ass people that will wander into the shop and, like, stick around and, like, ask us, you know, stupid questions and, like... It's, you know, sometimes you fucking have to deal with that shit. And it's really shitty. It's very uncomfortable. But, and yeah, so immediately it's implied that this person has been, has called a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, they call him the moaner, you know, whatever. This has happened multiple times. And I can totally understand, like, how that would be so unsettling. Like, it's really creepy and gross. So he, and especially because he's telling them, like, really obscene super obscene things yeah i'm gonna stick my tongue in your pussy yeah no it's just it's really disgusting so you don't don't tell us that on the first date yeah (laughs) yeah why would you tell us before we even meet like (laughs) we don't even know your name we haven't even been properly introduced so so barb being drunk as shit just like grabs the phone and just starts telling him off Mm mm-hmm and the the creepiest one of the creepiest things in the movie and it happens right away he's she like she's like you fucking creep blah 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 and he's like making these weird noises and then he stops and just says i'm going to kill you and, and then, then hangs, hangs up. up dude <gasps> no oh my god no it was so unsettling so that so that's that that's that this is the the first of many creepy phone calls um later jess gets another call and it's from her boyfriend uh peter mm-hmm. and she's obviously upset about something and she needs to talk to him about something so they plan to meet the next day at the conservatory where he's studying to be a concert pianist um so then we move to claire who's packing mm-hmm. for her uh trip with her boyfriend and She's packing, and as she's moving clothes out of her closet, we see that the killer is just behind, like, a laundry bag. Yeah. You can see, like, his hands and, like, kind of his face. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point, I'm thinking man, because whenever you see the yeah. hands or see, the like, just the outline of the face, it's very, very masculine. Yeah. Um, and she takes the clothes out of her closet doesn't see him starts packing and then she hears like a meowing (sighs) and earlier we see that the house has a cat so we know that there's a cat around yeah but the killer is like making cat noises from the closet scary dude yeah and she goes to check it out and it's a really good jump scare just mm-hmm. this killer, just all you see is arms wrap around her all of a sudden, and she she gets suffocated, suffocated. with this bag. You can see her. Uh. It's really intense. Um, and then she moves Claire. He moves Claire up to the attic. Um, 
and puts her in a chair up in the attic. Right next with, to a window. Yes, with a bag over her head. And that's where she stays the whole movie. You can see From her head. From start to finish, dude. You can see her head in this plastic bag through the window. And it's just in the window the whole time. It is so scary, you guys. I don't know. That thought alone just really creeps me the fuck out. Um, so, and then the fall, so like the next day, um, Claire was supposed to meet up with her dad, but she didn't show up. So she, the dad like stops one of the college, just a random college, like attendee of like a student. And is just like, do you know my daughter? And luckily he does and shows her, shows him the way to the sorority house where he meets. Oh, we forgot to introduce Mrs. Mac. Dude, guys. Okay. So Mrs. Mac is the uh, house mother of this sorority and she is a fucking piece of work. So she's a crazy old lady and she hides alcohol all over just her house. bottles of alcohol everywhere in random places like in a book i don't know behind a toilet like is there a rule against house mothers drink i don't know I don't why know. she's hiding like the sorority girls are all like out with it they're just like drunk everywhere i, I think she does it because of the excitement it she brings just, her she just wants there to be a rule so she can break it yeah <laughs> like ooh, i wonder what's in here oh that's right i got it i don't know why she does it guys. treat yourself um Anyway, so yeah, so there's this really awesome house mother who's like a drunk. And when Claire's dad arrives at the at the sorority house, she's there and mentions that um and finds out that Claire's like not there at the sorority house. Um he walks in and there's like posters of naked women and <laughs> Just, like, these girls are very sexually liberated. They're mm-hmm. very intelligent, very, you know, forward-thinking women. And, like, they're they're on full display. Like, they don't give a fuck. They swear. They drink. Like, um... They're bad. And Claire's dad is not happy about that. No. He's like, I'm gonna report this. <laughs> um, and Mrs. And Mrs. Mac is, like, doesn't give a fuck. No. She's just, like, whatever about it. Um... Jess meets up with her boyfriend, Peter, who is a scary motherfucker and who is, who gets the worst boyfriend award for me. Yeah. He's just, he's just creepy and territorial. Such such a terrible, terrible person. Um, Tries to act all alpha, but he's really a sub, dude. (sighs) He's a beta, dude. So, um... So, yeah, so that she meets up, Jess meets up with Peter and explains that she's pregnant and she intends to get an abortion. And this is, I love... Abort! Abort! <laughs> abort! 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 <laughs> I love this because I I love this movie because these are real, these, to, you know, to me, these are real women yeah. dealing with real problems and dealing with them in an adult way. Yeah. And, like, you know, they're smart. They're not just dumb sorority girls. Exactly. They... They are deep. They have problems. They have issues. And, like, they're just trying to deal with it. And mm-hmm. so she explains to Peter, like, I'm going to get an abortion. And he is livid. He's so upset. Um, he wants to talk about it later that night. And she's, you know, she's made up her mind. Yeah. Like, she's not, there's no way she's going to change her mind. And he says, we'll see. <laughs> and... 
Uh, yeah, so it's it's not a really good meeting. Um, and so after that, I think Mr. Harrison, Claire's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's, they go to the police. Claire's dad, Phyllis, and Barb go to the police to file a missing persons report for Claire. And this is where we meet fucking dumbass policeman who, like, doesn't listen to their shit. <laughs> They're like, Claire's missing. And he's like, well, she's probably off with her boyfriend. It's fine. And let me just tell you guys, it's not cool. No. Uh, so this officer basically brushes them off. And um, Jess, I th- Jess goes to look for... Um, for Claire's boyfriend, mm-hmm. who's playing hockey, because it's Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. And uh, and she says, she says, "Have you seen Claire? You know, he hasn't seen Claire. So now they're like really, where's Claire? Now they're super worried. And Claire's boyfriend does a total power move, and he's like, he's like, why didn't you go to the police? And she's like, we did, we did go to the police, and like they're not taking us seriously. And he was like, what? And he mm-hmm. just like walks right out and right into the police station and gets in their face. Mm-hmm. Like, he is ruthless. He's such a caring boyfriend. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. Like, I want one of those. He was the hero. Uh, and I think I'm... I Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, and then they also learn while they're there about this young uh, girl named Janice who is also missing. While she's walking home from school. So now we have two missing people. We have Claire and this little 13-year-old girl, Janice. So sad. Um, Claire's dad and all of them go back to the sorority house to have dinner. And Barb gets so drunk and starts talking about turtle sex and (laughs) zebra sex. (laughs) Dude, it is a weird... It's such a weird scene. Like... And she doesn't really do a good job of being drunk. No. Like, her, her acting drunk is really kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> so she stumbles around talking about very inappropriate things before Phyllis finally puts her to bed. Um, and then Claire's dad, Jess, Phyllis, and Claire's boyfriend go out with the, with a search party to look for Janice. Because mm-hmm. um, they, might, they might find Claire, too. So Mrs. Mack... Um, is preparing... Meanwhile, back at the house, she's... Mrs. Mack is getting ready to leave the house, and she starts hearing little kitty cat noises. And and the whole... It's so crazy, because the whole time, that throughout this whole movie, you're hearing, like, creaking up in the attic. Yeah. But all of the girls... Think, think that it's an older home. Yeah, it's just... This is how a house sounds. It's very creaky and old, and, like, that's just it. So you, those whole time you're hearing these little like, you know, there's like creaks. Ugh. And, ugh. So you hear, you start to hear a cat meowing and it's coming from the attic. So she goes up and is searching around for way too long. And we see in the corner, the killer holding up a, a like hook, hook and uh, throws it. Yeah. Throws it down and grabs her right in the neck and pulls her, pulls her up like a piece of meat. Yep. And then shuts that attic door. Shut that bitch right up. And then he puts Mrs. Mack's body in a chair across from uh, Claire's body. 
who is still there, it cuts back to her body a couple of times in this movie, and it doesn't get any easier to no. see. Like, it's so creepy. It's horrible, dude. Um, yeah, it's very scary. So, the, in the, so, and back in the park, um, they do find Janice, a girl finds her she's off the body's off screen so you don't know what what it looks like but you can only assume that it's pretty gruesome yeah you know people are screaming and uh so we they do find janice's body but claire is obviously still missing um so jess jess is back at the sorority house and she answers another like obscene phone call and she goes to call the police She's like, this is ridiculous. I need to call the police. And she, that's when fucking, uh, her boyfriend, what's his, what's, what's her boyfriend's name? Damn it, guys. I'm sorry. Bear jacket. No, that's, uh, that's Claire's boyfriend. Oh. Uh, Jess's boyfriend's name. What is your name? <laughs> Peter. God damn it. Peter. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, I should not be doing this. Um. Peter shows up and scares the shit out of her. He just, like, ninjas up behind her. Just like, hey. Yeah, like, out of nowhere, that, dude. dude. So he, um, he tells Claire that he's going to leave the conservatory. He's like, I'm going to give up piano. I'm going to leave the conservatory and we're going to get married. And you're going to have that baby. And you're going to keep that baby. And she's like, dude. She's like, the fuck? No. Like... She's like, I am not going to do that. Right. She explains that, like, they just found a little girl murdered. Claire's still missing. Like, we're not talking about this right now. Um, and so so Jess is like, get, get out of here. And Peter goes to leave. And is, he, run in, he runs into um, Lieutenant Kenneth Fuller, who's, like, taking over the case because this other fucking asshole wouldn't take anyone seriously. Right. Um, and so he gets kind of suspicious of this person leaving, like, angrily. He's like, what the fuck is this person? Um, so they're there to bug the phones. So they're going to run a line to the police station, and if they get a phone call, they'll get a phone call at the police station, and they can track it. And they use the most crazy 70s technology, you guys. fucking... (laughs) To track these phones. They, They need, like, ten minutes to track these calls. It's insane. It's like a microchip, but in real life. Yeah. Um, and that's when we get... I think after they all leave, that's when the group of choir... Like, the group of kids arrive to sing carols. And, uh... Which none of them looked happy. No. Not really. No, they all looked dead. And this, uh... This causes a great distraction for the killer to do some... Do some killing! Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets into Barb's room, who's, like, drunkenly asleep, and first- Okay, so first she has, like, a panic attack. She wakes up, and she's, like, screaming. And when Jess goes to figure out what's wrong, she, like- I think Barb has asthma or something. Yeah, because she's got a puff on that inhaler. Yeah, and she said she had a nightmare of somebody coming into the room. I think that he was, like, starting to strangle her. I think so, too. And then she, like, made noise. Yeah. And so he stopped. Or something. So she... Jess puts her back to bed. And the killer comes back out. And um, and this is, like, the most 
beautifully shot scene in this film where mm-hmm. he takes this unicorn figurine. It's pure glass. And it's just like the unicorn head and like the really long horn. And he takes it and just stabs the shit out of her. It's crazy, dude. And it's, and there are all these other glass figurines behind her. So it's just this like bright red blood mm-hmm. in front of this glass. It was beautiful. These glass figurines. It's really great. Really great stuff. Uh, so she is dead. Um, she's next to go. And then the, you know, Barb is obviously screaming and crying out, but the carolers are kind of drowning out her screams. So Jess does, Jess is none the wiser. Um, after a little while, the person who's like watching over the carolers comes up and she's like, get these kids out of here. Didn't you know that a little girl died in the park? And like, Jeez. she ushers them away. And Jess gets another phone call from the fucking scary killer. Uh, and the killer this time starts, like, quoting from her earlier conversation with Peter. Uh, Peter earlier said something about, you know, you treat this abortion like you're just getting a wart removed. And, like, it said that on the phone. So scary. Um, so now it's like, now it's getting real crazy. Uh, so Lieutenant Fuller calls after, after he hangs up, the phone immediately calls back and it's Lieutenant Fuller. And he, um, he, he says we didn't, we couldn't trace the call because that phone call was too short. Um, and then she gets a call, I think immediately after from Peter. Mm-hmm. Who is like crying and sobbing and saying, you know, don't kill the baby. Don't kill just, the baby. Uh, and after she hangs up, Lieutenant Fuller was listening, actually, and says, what the fuck was that about? And so she's, oh, so, so now Lieutenant Fuller thinks that she could be a suspect. Well, or uh, Peter. Yeah. Peter's a suspect. Um, because he has a reason for, he kind of has, like, a motive, you know? Uh Mm-hmm. Um, Jess, um, oh, yeah, okay, and then we, and then poor Phyllis, poor Phyllis goes to check up on Barb and enters Barb's room, and then all you see is the door close, like, door slammed closed behind her. Thanks, he's so sad. She gets killed off screen. She's so cute. So now we're, we're, I mean... We're down to only a couple people left, guys. Like, he's killing people. He's on a rampage. Um, and then Jess gets another phone call, and like, you hear something about Billy and Agnes. Yeah, like, and all of these these people people that don't that don't exist. They're talking about, um, if your mother knew or or something like that. But seriously, guys, this dialogue makes zero sense. Yeah. Um, I tried. Sense. I tried connecting the dots. And there, I'm just like, yeah. I I go back every time I go back and watch this movie. I try to think, okay, like who did it? Who's the killer? Are they shown on this screen, or is it just a random person? And like, I want to believe that it's somebody that is a character in the movie, but I just don't. I don't know. Like, like everybody, the guy from the bus. Everybody has an alibi for like not making those calls. Like, except that guy from the bus. What guy from what bus? The guy from the school bus. What? Who went up to the to Claire's dad? Maybe. I don't know, dude. 
I don't know. So, like, he, he keeps talking about, you know, Agnes and Billy. And this time the call is long enough to be traced. And this is where we get the, the famous, the calls are coming from inside the house <laughs> line, which is, like, just one of the scariest lines in horror. It really is, um, dude. Scares the shit out of me. And it's so funny. Okay, so they learn that the calls are coming from inside the house. So Lieutenant Fuller calls stupid ass, I forgot his name, and tells him, okay, the calls are coming from inside the house. Do not tell them this. We're going to handle it. Like, don't tell them because mm-hmm. it'll cause a panic. Whatever. What is the first thing that asshole does? He calls Jess and says, okay, I need you to just do what I say and get out of the house. And she's like, and if the first thing she's going to do is ask questions, yep. of course. And then he, so he ends up telling her the caller is inside the house. Dumb. The one fucking thing that you, he told God. you not to do, motherfucker. This guy should be fired. How did he get? <laughs> and there's people like that that exist. And I'm like, why? Dude, he's why? really bad at his job. He's very bad at his job. Uh, so Jess... Um, grabs a fire poker. She doesn't leave. No, because she's... She has sisters, dude. She has sorority sisters. I would have left you, Sheridan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't blame you. You wouldn't I would probably be dead. No, dude. I mean, like, if upstairs... Yeah, Save yourself. Save yourself. You'd be dead. I would expect you to do the same damn thing, because guess what? I'd be dead, too. Save yourself. I'd be dead. So she goes, she, like, grabs a fire poker and heads upstairs and is calling for them both. And, of course, nobody's answering. And she's so loud. She goes up to Barb's room and sees Barb and Phyllis's bodies, like, stacked up. They're, like, leaning on each other. Dead. It's, and, oh, my God. And then she turns around and sees an eyeball. Peeking out of the door. Oh my god, you guys. And it's like red, kind of. It's so scary. And she, so he's, she sees him behind the door and shoves the door into him, you know, into himself and like runs away. Uh, She manages to get into the, like, basement and he's pounding, pounding, pounding on the door and then it suddenly stops. Like, out of nowhere. Yeah. And she ventures deeper into the basement and sees that someone is trying to... Someone's calling for her Mm -hmm. from outside. And she sees that it's Peter. He's looking for her. And he fucking breaks the window to get into the attic. Like, dude, this guy sucks. This guy sucks. He is the worst. He's so... Such a terrible person. So he's breaking into the sorority house and Jess has her fire poker. She thinks that the killer is Peter. Like yeah. she, I mean, this is it. I did. Yeah. And so he's like, Jess, what are you doing? What are you doing back here? Whatever. And you see the cops show up at the house, go into the basement and she's there with, she's there with fucking Peter's dead body laying across her lap. And she's definitely killed him. Yep. There's, like, blood coming out of his eyeball. Yeah. Uh, but she's alive. And they all... They t- they take her upstairs to bed, and they all kind of assume that it was her and 
and this uh, Peter, Peter did it. And they were like, well, I don't know. And everybody kind of leaves. And then the camera. And they leave her alone. They leave her alone in this bed. Yeah. Well, he, she's heavily sedated. But so. she left. They left her alone in yeah. the house that, like, dead bodies were still in. And, like, the bloody mattresses were, were still in there. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? And the camera starts panning across and you you hear creaks again yeah and then you you see the attic door uh is open and you hear singing and you know that the the killer was not peter the killer's still in the house and then the camera goes up to the attic and onto claire's body with with her head in the plastic bag and it just pans slowly out of the window of the window and you just see her her face through this window in just the blackness of night. And then you hear the phone start ringing again. Oh and that's God. the fucking end of Black Christmas, dude. Dude, it's something else. So we don't find out who the fucking killer is, guys. Yeah, it's not. It's never, never revealed. We don't know who the killer is. I want to know so bad. What do you, who do you guys think is the killer? I want to know. I want to know. I thought it would have been sick if Claire was the killer. I thought I thought it would have been sick if like Jess was the killer the whole time. Yeah. Like she was just going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know who it was. You you guys decide. That's a real I really love that ending though. I feel like movies aren't uh, they don't take risks like that anymore. No, they don't. They're just you, like, we we have to know who the killer is. We have to have that pay, mm-hmm. that payoff, you know. But sometimes it's that's what's even more scary is you just don't know. Exactly. It could be just a random person. Who same just, ex- yeah, same exact concept with Blair Witch, dude. Dude, not knowing is tight. Let yep. your mind let your minds wander a little bit. Yeah. Take a little stroll down your brain lane. You know what I'm saying? Your brain lane. Just like smoke a joint. Take a walk <laughs> and think about it. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, that felt so good, dude. <laughs> it's really, it's really fun to think about who it could have been. Um, I think it was a man. Yeah, or at oh, least the killer oh, yeah. was a man. I think that there were maybe multiple like accomplices, but I think the killer was definitely a man. I only think it's one person. The reason oh, yeah. why, I, yeah, the reason why I say that is because there was one exorcism. Maybe it was the exorcism of Emily Rose. They mm-hmm. recorded like different voices coming from this woman multiple so do you think this person was possessed it sounded like they were that's yeah. what it reminded me of it's true it's it's really creepy but super no, creepy if I we think, can if we can find an audio clip of it we should put it on yeah because uh it's you guys need to hear it it's really creepy like i can't even explain to you like what it sounds like yeah. it's just bleh. very creepy very effective mm-hmm. um again this is a movie that's not very like bloody um but it's like the bag over the head that's all you need like Mm -hmm. that is all that is all the visual i need i don't need to see blood and guts um it's i started watching it being like okay i'm probably gonna like this movie i like slashers like i'm i'm a fan um but by the end i was like my jaw my mouth was open for like 20 minutes and i did not even realize i was just like this is genius yeah it's fucked up dude it gives me the the i I would love to see this redone properly i don't feel like the people who just did it are doing it properly oh you want to see a proper remake yeah yeah because i feel like i heard that the 2006 remake was pretty bad too i want to see it done in a stranger setting like the strangers 
Okay. Just like, yeah. even if it's filmed like that, but just very, very... That movie scares the fuck out of me. The problem with doing it... If they're going to do a remake of it, I think they should do a period piece where it's back in the 70s or something like that. Because yeah. if, if you try to do it now, now we have... Exactly. We can see who is calling us. Right. Like, we... It's... There's less of a threat, Exactly. I so I think that if you're going to remake it, you should remake it in the 60s, yes. 70s, whatever. Exactly. Um, so that you still have that that kind of like, you know, we can't, it'll take us six minutes to trace the call mm-hmm. and you you don't know who the person is or you don't have like call waiting. You can't find exactly. out. Like, that's, you know, that's what makes Scream so effective and that's mm-hmm. what makes all of those movies that involve like anim- uh, anonymity, I guess. Like, I feel like they could cut out the whole scene of the guy looking for the call. Yeah. I feel like that could go and be replaced with something scary. Mm. Like a scarier scene. I would I would want to see a higher body count for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see a little more blood. But yeah. like, I, I love the way that in the movie, The Strangers, how they like, they get into the house and they, they terrify. They yeah. do like noises and stuff and bang on the door and like, even they bark, dude. I forgot to mention this too. There's a, in that scene where uh, Lieutenant Fuller is getting all this information about, um... Jess's boyfriend and her their like relationship they're on the phone and all they're the house it's nighttime so it's completely dark and um they just have a fire going mm-hmm. so it's just the fire going and they're talking on the phone and in the background you just see this shadow move and you know that the yeah, killer is watching dude. them and like that is so that is the first time that you that people had seen that so in all of the movies after like the strangers right like took directly from this movie for sure Absolutely. like i mean everything was all these horror tropes were influenced like by texas chainsaw and this movie yeah, like dude. For so sure. it was really uh crazy for its time i know that it's probably if you watch it now you you probably i mean I don't know. Some people might be less impressed by it, I guess. But it's just... I but loved like, it. You have to understand, like, it's the birth. It's the birth of this mm-hmm. this whole so subgenre. Not, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's amazing. It's and so the, And, like, and again, I, I appreciate having strong female characters mm-hmm. who, you know... I mean, yeah, like, they, you know, it's a sorority slaughter. But, like, these women are smart. Yeah. And they are their own person. And they are, like people that I know. You know what I mean? Like, um, they're not just empty-headed, like, bimbos. Exactly. So, yeah, it's delightful. It put me in the Christmas spirit. Dude, same. Uh, same. It's so, it was so crazy listening to, um, I think it's Oh Come All Ye Faithful when, when Barb is dying and they're singing about, you know, the birth of Jesus while she's dying and it's just kind of, like, very almost religious in a yeah. way. Um, but yeah, it's surprisingly deep and like it is masked as this, you know, sorority kill fest. But like it is just a really great, fun movie. And it's like there's like a lot of really good humor elements in there. Uh, Mrs. Mack has posters of old ladies like flipping off cameras yeah. and shit. Like just I don't know. These characters are so different and so great and you hate to see them all go yeah you do you hate to see every one of them go um especially barb i love barb same (laughs) she's so foul-mouthed um so yeah this movie is a great one to watch for christmas 
Um, I don't know what we're doing next. I think I do, actually. Do you? Are we going to do Black Christmas? Are we going to do the remake of Black Christmas? I don't think we should. I think it'd be a waste of an episode. Yeah. I do. But but if it's but yeah but we have to watch bad movies too dude like we can't yeah but that's too many that's too many Christmases two of the same movie we could always do it like next next in January okay all right don't be sad no I know I'm just saying like I want to I feel like we only do movies that we like (laughs) it's true but I want to do some I I want to watch some bad movies too all right well I'll think about it we'll think about it bitch we'll get back to you. Uh, if we do it, I'm gonna be a bitch the whole time, that's and I'm fine. kind of excited about that. I know that's fine. Like, all right, fuck it. Again, we need to watch. Fuck it. You're buying the tickets. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding, bitch. No, we can review it so that you guys don't have to go see it. And who knows? Maybe it's like a, a sleeper. Maybe it's a sleeper hit. Maybe oh, I'm gonna get good. I'm gonna get fucked up. Yeah, we'll just. We'll just do that. I'm going to laugh the whole time. Yeah. And then we'll go and we'll either laugh at it or we'll come out being like, oh, that was actually pretty good. We have to get like, we have to be super Christmas spirit. Yeah. We'll wear Christmas sweaters. I have Christmas sweaters. Do you have multiple? Because I don't have any. I don't know. I have one. I have a Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animal sweater. I know I have multiple. I'll find them. Yeah. Mission except to the movie theater. (laughs) It comes out on the 13th. I have an so. ugly Christmas sweater that's uh, R2-D2. Ooh, awesome. And then yours is like the abominable snowman. Yes. Ooh. I'm so excited, you guys. Well, I think that's it for me. Is that it for you? Did you like it? I loved you, it. You liked it? I loved it more than Texas Chainsaw Man. Okay, you, oh you heard it Sorry. here, guys. Chelsea loved this movie more than than texas chainsaw christmas so what was it what was it it was the vibe dude for me like it was it was shot very cool very i'm i'm i I like uh visually appealing stuff don't get me wrong texas chainsaw massacre when he opened up the the door and i saw that red room with Mm -hmm. all of the fucking taxidermy heads on it yep i was like that's cool yeah but Black Christmas just did it for me, dude. The vibes, the weirdness of this collar. Yeah, it, it it was so weird. You can't get a... It's like... Scared me. Yeah. People scare the shit out of me. It's very disorienting. Yeah. Yeah, um, it is. It's very mysterious. Because again, like, you don't know if there's one collar, two collars, three collars. You, like, think, you think it's one collar and then all of a sudden... Another voice comes or up. Or did I say collar? I meant killer. You think yeah. one person is the killer. And right. then the next thing you know negative that yeah. motherfucker got killed for nothing exactly like it's you you know there's no there's nothing to grab onto to be like okay i think this it's this dick. person like this person did it or whatever like no, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god on another level dude dude i'm on i'm in universe b right now <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, this, this it's a one-of-a-kind movie. And I think that if you've been thinking about watching it, give it a chance. It is... It's easily top five for me. Like, it shot up to, like, one of my top five favorite horror movies of all time. Sprung. Yep. Lady Boners. These two ladies. Boners. Boing, 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 boing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's all the time we have for this week. Yeah. Party on, Chelsea. <laughs>
party on sheridan <laughs> we love you guys this has been another episode of flick, flick i'm so sorry i don't close out yet don't don't introduce the <laughs> outro music yet uh because i want to tell you guys that i love you all so much and i want to thank you for the we've got a couple more reviews on itunes do we oh um, cool and yeah so i just want to like shout out to you guys for being so great yeah thank you um thanks and you can follow oh yeah the podcast on instagram at flick chicks official really nice we got a bunch of pictures on there go see our gingerbread house yeah we made go a bloody it. gingerbread house yeah, guys go see it it's it was fun um where can they find you you haven't told them where they can find you can you. find me i'm <laughs> sheridan the one with the grumbly stomach my stomach always starts to grumble, like, when we start recording. Stop saying grumble, dude. Grumble. You say, grumble. It, like, you say it like a valley girl. Grumble. My stomach starts grumbling. <gasps> grumble, I'm grumble, sorry. it may tumble. I'm sorry. Um, All right, where can we find you? You can find me. I'm Sheridan at <laughs> Your Goliath Pal on Instagram. <laughs> She's gonna kill me. I'm Sheridan. She's gonna kill me. And just so you know, I'm Sheridan. <laughs> and I'm Sheridan. So. <laughs> Um, I'm Chelsea. If you want to follow me, follow me on Instagram at lunar underscore waifu. Waifu. Uh, I post about my life. Yeah, we as we all do. As we all do, <laughs> yes. We use it to show yes. our lives off and all the great, wonderful, fancy things that we do every day. Okay, um, I think now that's it. Yeah, I think I'm... We love you guys. Yeah. Until next week. Thanks again. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.